Hello, I'm Anthony William. You're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week we bring the most advanced healing information decades and decades ahead of what's out there now in alternative medicine and conventional medicine. Very important to know when you first come on to the show, and you'll see why, because we're talking about brain fog, and you're going to hear... Things that you don't hear anywhere else for a darn good reason. Because what's going on out there circulating about brain fog is not what it's all cracked up to be. And you got to learn what it's really about so you can work on healing it. Very important. The information here is advanced. So you don't have to wait 10, 20, 30 years for answers. I've seen people wait a lifetime for answers and then finally receive them. They can move forward, but it just doesn't have to be that way. We can get the answers now and move forward with healing. So this is where we're talking about brain fog. This is a big, big, big deal. Brain fog is in liver rescue. It's in liver rescue. So I can only cover so much. If you really like what you're hearing, so you can work on getting your brain fog fixed and get it better and everything else, you should just pick up also liver rescue. I would go get one if you can't afford a book. Um, then just you know go to the library. Take the book out. But either way... You need to know what you need to know in order to move forward. It's half the battle. You get, you get the whole thing is in order to heal, you need to know what's wrong. That's one half. And you need to know what to do. That's the other half. Those are the two things you need. And in brain fog, it does those rules still apply and they don't change. So really important, important to know. So let's go into brain fog right away. Let's talk about this. So what you might know about brain fog, if you're into alternative medicine, or if you're into um, if you're into you know looking on, on online, looking for articles, looking for experts and and brain fog or anything else around it, maybe you you know maybe you've seen this too, but you'll you you'll hear it's all about the gut. It's all about the gut. Gut health. Brain fog's all about the gut. Clean your gut. You know, eat a paleo clean diet or eat a vegan clean diet. It's all about your gut. It's all about your gut. And that's what it is. It's about yeast, full mold, fungus. That's what it's about. And it's not. And we're going to go into it. This is going to be really good to know every last bit of it. Now, when you hear about brain fog and you've never had it before or you've had the mildest form ever for a moment in your life and you just don't think it's a big deal, I'm going to tell you right now, there are people suffering. And you guys know, I mean, you, you might be one that's dealing with it. There's people suffering from brain fog. And someone, you know, I had even someone tell me one time a while back saying, how can anybody be suffering from brain fog? What do you mean suffering from brain fog? What are you talking about? How does that work? I mean, how, what, someone's foggy, they're tired, they had a late night, that's all it was? No, 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 no. And this is what's sad in chronic illness is that, you know, often people who don't really, you know, they don't experience, they experience just your normal aches and pains or your normal stuff that happens. And they really don't understand when someone's really struggling, really struggling and, and how hard it is and what happens during it. It's just unbelievable. Brain fog can be crippling crippling. I've seen moms not be able to function and take care of their children and do all the errands they need to do or work a career and take care of their children or do whatever it is because they, and they have to minimize it. It's all about um, rationing, rationing. What can I do when I have brain fog at its worst? What I can't function. I can't think. I can't think straight. High school students drop out. High school students, they drop out of high school. College students drop out all the time, all the time because of brain fog. In fact, up to like roughly around 17% of college students never go back to college ever again, maybe if they get better 10 years down the road with chronic illness. 
out of 17 out of 100 students all across the country. Now add that up and, and, and think about how many numbers that really is and what we're talking about, what that means. And it's a big, big deal. That is 1,700 out of 10,000 students. Think about that, that actually fall ill with brain fog, fatigue, and all the other symptoms too. I mean, literally neurological fatigue where they can't function, they can't focus, they have to go home and they lay in bed. And then you go to doctor, to doctor, to doctor. What is it? Lyme disease. What is it? MS. What is it? What, what, we don't know. What is it all in their head? Is it all in their head? And that's what it is. Are they just emotional? Are they just trying to run away? Are they depressed? Here's a whole bunch of medications. I mean, this happens to college students every day. Happens to older people, too, in different ways. But the point is that brain fog is involved in so many different situations and so many different illnesses. It's not just brain fog, but yes, some people have just brain fog. And they, but, you know, but if you really tap into it and you ask, if you ask somebody suffering from brain fog, you know, most of everybody will be like, well, I, I am tired too. I get really tired. So then the fatigue, that's another symptom being, um, yeah, I can't think straight. I got anxiety too. Many of them will be like, I have brain fog and anxiety. So all of a sudden I got anxiety too. And so brain fog and I got depression with it. And brain fog and I can't really function, can't really move. I mean, people suffer. It's no joke. And people don't realize this. So when you hear somebody has brain fog, it doesn't sound all that serious if you haven't experienced it yourself. I mean, it's, it's easy to say, snap out of it. Snap out of it. Get back to work. Snap out of it. Get back to studying. Snap out of it. Um, get a candy bar. Snap out of it. Go get a protein bar. Like protein fixes brain fog, as if protein fixes brain fog. I mean, I'm some way, and that's both. Both that's both. I'm saying that sarcastically to both paleo and high protein eating people, and both vegan, plant based people, whatever vegetarian people. I'm saying it sarcastically to all of them because they all think protein is everything. It's unbelievable. It's amazing how you know. I feel bad for the vegans and the plant based people because they got sucked into the whole protein trick. So they're all about protein. They're not. They should be about enzymes they should be about nutrients unbelievable nutrients and antioxidants and mineral salts and all these other things that's what they're supposed to be that message isn't there it's about protein so the vegans are all about protein too because they got sucked into the propaganda of the fake protein law and you know from the other side so it's amazing so how you can all get lost and it doesn't fix brain fog i'm sorry it doesn't it doesn't you can be on high protein you can be on no protein you could be nothing, but when you have brain fog, there's something deeper and something else going on there. And it's not about the protein thing either, the old grandfather protein law that was institutionalized in schools purposely to, you know, to, actually, <laughs> to actually serve a purpose that was financial, financial, the whole protein law. So our grandparents, whatever, our great-grandparents or grandparents, depending on who it is, is just, it's all about, huh, I know that word. I was taught that in school a long time ago. Yeah, you need your protein sources, exactly. And I'm saying this because what's going to happen is a lot of brain fog people, and you guys know who you are, probably were told you need to be on protein or more protein. Like, how much protein do you need? People with brain fog are on protein. What are we talking about? It's way more than that. And then you go to different practitioners and doctors, and it's like, okay, it's like, okay, um, it's your gut. You got yeast, you got mold, you got different kinds of bacteria in your gut. You got this, you got that. That's what it is. And, it, and that's not it either. And I'll tell you why. Let me go into this a little bit. I'll tell you why. Check this out. You can have the dirtiest, scummiest, <laughs> na- the nastiest, <laughs> the dirtiest, scummiest, nastiest, sludgiest intestinal tract filled with yeast 
packed to the gourd. Packed to the gourd. Filled with yeast. Fungus mold. Junk. Garbage. Junk food. Rotting, rotting processed food. Fats all hardened on the sides of the, the inside of the intestinal tract and colon that have been sitting there from high-fat diets. The worst garbage in your system. Worms in there. And you won't have brain fog. You won't have brain fog. Newsflash. Why? Because people are doing it all day long and don't have brain fog. All day long. You know, what happens is when you simplify it and you put truth out there and you hear it, it's like, it's like that. That's what Liver Rescue is all about. It's like, you know what? You know what? All the medical medium series books, thyroid healing, it's just about truth. Truth. And you just get it out there. And, you know, the other ones too. It's about here. Here's what's going on. But, you know, with Liver Rescue, I said, you know what? The reason why this book is so large and there's so much content where your mind is blown because there's so much content, it almost killed me too, literally almost annihilated me writing that book. And, and the reason why it's there, so really you can protect yourself and you just, it's like, what? Wait a minute, you're right. I know somebody I play tennis with and all she does is eat, I mean, all she does is eat chocolate cake. And she was eating buttered croissants before we went and played tennis. She was drinking wine. She drinks wine every single night, just gobbles down wine, and she's, she's just eating whatever. And then, and, and on top of that, I mean, it's she, she, on top of that, her skin's really bad. And, and there's, and God, I mean, there's yeast and, and she has yeast infections all the time. She's always complaining about it and, and all this other stuff. And her skin's really bad and, and all these other things. And, and she doesn't have brain fog. That same thing with him. Some, some other guy who's got colons packed with colon. People, men that have colons packed with garbage. Uh, yeast, mold. I mean, if they go to an alternative practitioner, an alternative doctor, and they start doing t- stool samples and blood work and everything else, you're gonna be like, "Look, you're you got it. You got mycotoxins. You got this in your gut. You got that. You got candida overgrowth. You got this. You got that. You got this." Doesn't mean they're gonna have brain fog because exactly, it doesn't mean they're gonna have brain fog. If it's all about the gut, they'll even say, "Oh, you got leaky gut," but no one says, "Hey, w- wait a minute, they don't have brain fog." But they have leaky gut. How many people have I seen diagnosed through alternative medicine and even like, you know, functional medicine, everything, conventional medicine? How many have I seen? How many have I seen? I I can't even count that don't have brain fog. But they're diagnosed with leaky gut. They're diagnosed with this. They got diverticulitis. I I know. I know. I know. I mean, I know people that got diverticulitis, diverticulosis. I got no brain fog. Stuff's getting through all the time because they got the holes in there because of diverticulitis, diverticulosis, lotus. Lotus. I just can't even say it today. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. You know, the thing is, and I already told you about leaky gut and how leaky gut works. I already told you about that. If you really had a leaky, leaky gut, you'd be really sick. It's just like if you have an infection with diverticulitis and you actually have an infection and and, and, and bacteria is busting through, and, and that's a whole other story. You'd be in the hospital. People with diverticulitis, they have to get surgeries. They have to colon cut out sometimes if they can't get the infection under control and get it to mend, and they sit in the hospital with 103, temperature. There's that kind of thing going on. They're in agony. That's the, People walk around. That's different than leaky gut. Uh, there is no really leaky gut outside of that. There isn't. Instead, there's ammonia permeability from rotting food and all these other things. But that doesn't even really necessarily create brain fog. It just doesn't. I'm sorry, it doesn't. 
So those who have brain fog know it's not as simple as just saying, snap out of it, jump out of it. They know it's not as simple as that. Okay, it doesn't work like that. You know, it's not about being a a night out and you're groggy or you need some caffeine to get you through the day, which people do. It's more than that. It can be disruptive in somebody's life. It could be detrimental. It could be unbelievable what it could cause. It's not easy at all. I've seen people lose their jobs, lose their careers. You guys probably know. You probably know somebody, right? And it might even be you. Seen people lose their careers and lose their jobs. Seen people get handed a pink slip and let go over brain fog. It's that serious. You think that's serious? That's serious. That's dead serious. It really is. It's affected a lot of people's lives. And then you hear it's all about, hey, it's got to be candida, yeast, mold, other fungus in the intestinal tract. It's got to be that. It's got to be parasites. Oh, parasites causes your brain fog. So that doesn't work that way. It doesn't. I know some people with some nasty guts. Nasty guts, they can think smart as a tack, smart as a whip. Let me tell you right now, right now, I mean, I, I know people out there who get the worst stuff going inside. I mean, the worst stuff crawling inside of them, inside their intestinal tract. Just messy, dirty intestinal tracts all the way. I mean, swollen, edema, um, bloating, bloated because of all kinds of stuff going on. That's smart as as attack. You couldn't even, not saying everybody with brain fog is still smart. It's just that when you have brain fog, you can't can't think. You can't think good. It's terrible. But you can have everything camping out in the gut that shouldn't be camping out in the gut. Literally. You can have beach parties in that gut, campouts in that gut. You can have, you know, you can have, my God, all kinds of stuff going on in there with bugs and different things in the gut and not have brain fog and not and be thinking perfectly fine, thinking perfectly fine. You know, a, a friend of mine was telling me he was getting something done in his office and there was an electrician there. An electrician there was like, he was really, really bloated and uncomfortable, and he was actually asking my friend, what can you do about this kind of thing? What can you do about this? And, uh, and, and you know, my friend was like, well, you know, you should be drinking celery juice. You should be doing this. And this guy was, this electrician, this, this poor guy, he was just, he was really, he was overweight, which is hard on all of us or anybody, anybody, he's really overweight, and he was, and he was, um, and he was struggling. I mean, he was struggling because of his weight. He had diverticulitis. He had a lot of pain in his gut. He was really bloated. He was constipated. I mean, a whole bit. He said he went to an alternative doctor, like a really good, great doctor, well known in gut health. And um, and the guy said he had yeast, he had mold, he had fungus, he had all these different things. He gave him a list of all these things that were in a stool sample. An electrician was wiring the most, you know, the most complicated system in my friend's office. Complicated stuff, wiring diagrams. So you would, you would need, I, I don't know who can do that. All kinds of electrical, smartest attack, smartest of whip, not missing one beat from morning in a 100-degree heated attic, a 100-degree heated attic. In 100 degrees, didn't even need to drink water, for God's sake. That's what my friend said. Didn't even need to drink water. 
was just in the attic, sweating, drenching, wiring complicated systems up, wiring di- this and that, wiring diagrams, this and that, putting in sockets and whatever you put in. I, I don't, I don't understand, you know, that kind of stuff too much. But it was intense. Had it all down, million tools in the truck, you name it. And, you know, new numbers like nobody knew numbers could add and subtract like nobody could. No brain fog whatsoever on any level, on any level whatsoever. And that's how it works. I'm just being, I'm just being honest here. People could be in the restroom, you know, releasing out of their bowels, mucus, all kinds of stuff coming out. I mean, the whole bit byproduct, bacteria byproduct, discharging, discharging out of the rectum. Just all of that, mucus, byproduct discharging, um, you know, bacteria, just, you know, two, two, three kinds of strep coming out, leaving it on the toilet seat for the next person to come and sit down and experience no brain fog either. Think about that, okay? (laughs) And that's how it works. So I just have to clear the record. I just have to clear the record then you can have somebody who does have a track record, like I said, of all the yeast, the mold, and other fungus in their intestinal tract, and who does experience brain fog, but it's not because of the yeast, the mold, the fungus, and all the other garbage in their gut and everything else. It's not because of that. It's not because of that. I'm going to tell you why in a little bit. And then, <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. And then you can have somebody whose intestinal tract is clean as a whistle, clean as a whistle. If that if 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 a whistle's really clean, I mean, I'm just saying that's that's the old old that's the old saying, clean as a whistle. And but if everybody's spitting in the whistle, I don't know how clean a whistle really is. If you're sitting there using and cleaning it all, I mean, spitting in it all the time and blowing in it, I don't know how clean a whistle really is. Now that I think about it, all right, sorry about that. Sometimes you know I get silly, but the point is. And somebody can have like no serious gut problems at all, clean as a whistle in the gut, and guess what? And have the worst damn brain fog. The worst brain fog they could be getting. They, they like they're not constipated, maybe not even bloated. They're get they're they're getting uh, colonics all the time. They get enemas, colonics. They eat as clean as you can possibly imagine. Um, I mean, the list goes on. They could go to an alternative doctor, and alternative doctor's like, "Well, I don't really see any mold, yeast, or anything. I just don't see anything in any test. It's just I don't get the sense you have any of that." I'm I'm, I'm looking. You go to another doctor. No, it doesn't look like like you have parasites or anything like that and you got this brain fog i'm like you sure you're not depressed you sure you're not depressed you depressed about life you depressed about something or you know are you depressed something going on are you depressed is there something else happening in your life but yet they got brain fog think about that one i mean why do i have to point all this out why do i have to put the books together with spirits information advanced information and put this out there. And then the madness out there on the internet and the articles and experts and all that other stuff that don't know anything about anything, it seems. I mean, I'm not trying to be negative, but I almost can't stand it anymore. And it's just getting really, it's, it's, it's just, it's getting ridiculous. I mean, why do I have to put this information out there? I say that as I'm writing the book. It's like, why? Why, why do I? Why can't I just, why can't it just be out there? And it and it be naturally out there or something. If everybody's so damn smart, and you guys know I'm not smart. It's just the source of my information, smart, not me. 
And so that's the whole thing. You can be on a wild goose chase now for brain fog when you're clean as a whistle internally. Think about that. You're on a wild goose chase now, and you're clean as a whistle in there. Does that make any sense? Does that mean it's gut health? I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's almost it's, it's sad. And, and because it's, what the reason why I'm saying this is because it's all about the gut. It's all about the gut. It's all about the intestinal tract. It's all about the it's colon, the intestinal tract. It's all about fungus, yeast, and mold. That's all it is when anybody even talks about brain fog. Oh, you got to go on this clean paleo diet. Oh, you got to go on this autoimmune paleo diet. Oh, you got to go on this diet. Oh, you got to go on this plant-based diet. Oh, you got to go on this vegan diet. But whatever it is, nobody knows what's causing a brain fog. It's unbelievable. So think about that. We still want to keep our guts clean. Okay, we still want to keep keep our guts clean. We don't want it dirty and nasty. We don't want all this fungus overgrowth. We don't want all this weird stuff going on. And I'm not talking about candida. I'm talking about other fungus that's actually real bad fungus. We don't want all that. We don't want strep in our intestinal tract, even though a lot of people have that there. And we don't want constipation. We don't want gastritis. We don't want inflammation in there. We don't want colitis, IBS. We don't want diarrhea, intestinal narrowing, intestinal expanding. We don't want intestinal distension. We don't want a sense of burning in our stomach, sharp pains and stitches everywhere in our abdomen, cramping and bloating. What about the people? What about the people with these digestive discomforts who don't have brain fog? Just think about that. We can't package this topic up in a tidy bow like everybody else wants to. We can't. Gotta say it like it is in the truth. Bottom line, that's what Liver Rescue, the book Liver Rescue is about. Just say it like it is. You don't have to get liver rescue. This isn't about getting you to get liver rescue. You don't want to get it? Fine. Just listen to the radio show then. You know, if you want to get it and you can't afford it, go to, go to the library. Get it. Go get it there. Please get it. I mean, in my heart's a heart. Do I want you to have the book? Yeah, because I want you to heal and I want you to help your family and I want you to help your friends. I don't want you thinking I'm trying to push the book on you because I'm not. What I'm trying to do is push truth on you. <laughs> and as sad as that is, it's just to get you to heal. Because when you watch people suffer and the amount of people that are suffering out there, you almost, you almost, it's, 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 it gets, it gets unbelievable. It gets to a fever pitch and you see it and you see it decade after decade out there. You know, when I was younger, when I was younger, and I thought, I thought everything would be squared up by then out there. You know, when spirit was giving me the same information I know now and spirit was giving me that when I was eight, nine, 10 years old, 11 years old, I thought, why would I even be needed? Meaning spirit, spirit's information needed. Why would spirit's information even be needed? Why? Why? It'll be all sewed up by then. I used to tell spirit that. I said, spirit, we're wasting our time. It's going to be all figured out by then. You should see what science and research is doing, right? Come on. I mean, it's unbelievable. But, but, but we need this information. The real reasons for brain fog. Let's go into it. Let's go into it, okay? The real reasons for brain fog. Let's do it. This is exciting. This is really exciting. So where does brain fog come from? It comes from, yes, you guessed it, liver. It comes from the liver. That's where it comes from. Guess where else it comes from? From the brain itself, the liver and the brain. As you know by now, the pathogen I always talk about, Epstein-Barr virus, is inside people's livers, whether people like it or not whether they like it or not. 
Your, your liver is also filled with all kinds of other what I call troublemakers, which are liver troublemakers, which I there's a massive section in the book showcasing all the liver troublemakers. And you guys, you probably know. And so there's also all these troublemakers. Adrenaline is one of them too. Adrenaline gets saturated into the liver. It soaks into the liver like a sponge from, you know, from all the things we go through and, and everything we're up against and fight or flight and everything else. But Epstein-Barr is in there. Also, there's toxic heavy metals and pesticides, which are actually the virus's favorite food. So what happens inside the liver is you have the viruses in there, and some aren't that active. There's over 60 varieties of the Epstein-Barr virus I talk about in thyroid healing. I'm the only one that's ever brought that, that, that information ever out there about Epstein-Barr. And you know what happens is that over those 60 varieties, which are all mutated forms of Epstein-Barr and so forth, what happens is those viruses, they like to feed on things. They like to eat things. They like to enjoy food. And one of the problems with research and science is they won't tell anybody yet. They will. They will. I promise you this. They will. Because they've been slowly letting some truth out a little bit, like skewed truth out a little bit at a time because of the amount of waves we have rolled over with the information that we provided. And so the one thing about research and science They won't let anybody know viruses eat yet, and they know darn well, darn well, someone does in some lab, not talking about the person, the person, the lab technician's amazing. Anybody involved in science is amazing. Anybody involved with medical science research is incredible. Anybody, Anybody that's out there, I'm talking about the industry itself. You always have to know that. The people are, the people are gold. They're gold. And they've done some amazing things out there. Some great discoveries, incredible. When I, when I rip apart research and science, it's based on chronic illness. You need to understand that. It's not about so many other things that we need every single day in dentistry and so many other things we need in life-saving medicine and so many other things we need every day. I mean, really, science research has come so far in such a great way. It's a beautiful time for all that. Chronic illness, it's a horrible time. It's a horrible time. And so... So the deal, especially mystery chronic illness, which basically all of it is at this point, to be honest. So what happens, viruses eat, they feed. It's the news flash coming from here, not out there. And they have to sustain themselves. Viruses have to sustain themselves. They have to stay alive. They have to thrive. They have to feed on something. They have to eat. They have to eat a food. They can't just exist They have to stay alive through consuming something. And just because science and research has no idea, maybe somebody does in some lab out there. Maybe somebody does in some lab out there. Okay? But they're not releasing that or they're not going to give that person a chance. There's scientists out there that know things that they're not allowed to ever release because it's not funded, it doesn't get supported, because there's no money being made out of it, because it makes somebody look bad or whatever it is. But viruses eat, and they eat food, and heavy metals is one of the foods they like. They like pesticides. They like different toxins and solvents and other things, petrochemicals. They like all of that. Pesticides, herbicides, fungicides. They love toxic heavy metals. Like I said, we have metals in our system going back all the way generations. You name it. All this is going on in there. And viruses love that, and they love that. When a virus feeds off of toxic heavy metals or, you know, coming from a pesticide or from wherever it is, it, it then goes, it has to go to bathroom. 
it has to go to bathroom. And when it goes to bathroom, it detoxes itself. It releases dermatoxins, neurotoxins. It releases, releases poisons. These poisons leave the liver. They leave the liver. And as they leave the liver and they go through that highway that I talk about in Liver Rescue, you want to know how the liver works. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta read it to believe it. You gotta read it to believe it. And those toxins start flowing up hepatic portal highway right up to the heart and then right up, just right up through the body. And where do they go? Where do you think they go since the topic is brain fog? Where do you think they go since the topic is brain fog? They go to the brain. Yeah, and they go there and they get into the brain. Neurotransmitter chemicals, which sit, sit, they sit directly on neurons. Neurotransmitter chemicals sit on neurons. I'm going to give you a little brain, brain info here. And then you got this electrical impulse that wants to travel on the neuron. And how does it travel? It has to travel on the neuron by burning a neurotransmitter chemical. By basically burning through a neurotransmitter chemical. Igniting, lighting through, rushing through. But what happens is our neurotransmitter chemicals get dirty. They're supposed to be clean. So here's the deal. I'm going to give you that. I'm giving you the secret. I'm giving you secrets, all of this. Here's the deal. I know I sound annoying today. I even, I hear myself and I sound annoying. I'm sorry, you guys. I do. I do. I'm just really excited about Liver Rescue. And I'm excited about all this because I know so many people are going to heal. I just, you know, and, and on top of it, I get sarcastic of, of because out there, there's a lot of noise just growing fast. It just wasn't like that years ago. And so I have to get a tough skin, you know? I got to get a tough skin, so it sounds like. But here's the deal. You know, you guys go through that, right, in your life? You must go through that. You're working on something. You got something. You're trying to teach somebody something. You're trying to show somebody a friend or a loved one, and you're like, no, listen, this is what you need to do. You need to do this. And, and But they heard it. it's done like this, but you know better. But it's like, you know, you know what I mean. It's the weirdest thing. It's like... You can get passionate, overpassionate, almost overpassionate. So here's how it works. Those neurotransmitter chemicals, they sit on a neuron and they sit there and they have to be clean. They have to be clean. They can't be dirty. Basically, what I'm saying is instead of a gut being dirty in your liver, that's not part, you know, you can, people can say, oh yeah, the liver's part of the gut on that way. No, 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 no. What people are saying is yeast, mold, fungus, parasites, all in the intestinal tract, all in the SIBO, all the SIBO, all the, no, all of that in there, and the muck in there. No, 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 no. Here's the deal. Instead of being focused on a clean gut, and we do need a clean gut. Come on, I'm not ripping apart all your diets. I'm not. I'm not ripping apart all the amazing diets out there, all the amazing raw plant-based diets and amazing plant-based diets cooked and amazing, you know, amazing vegan diets and amazing paleo diets or amazing, you know, uh, whatever kind of, of, of high-protein diet that when people are eating clean and they're taking out, you'll notice, you'll notice, you'll notice with me if this is the first time on the show, I just want you eating better. And I want you eating, of course, the right things and all that, but I want you eating better. Uh, you know, and, and it's about that. It's about your health. It's about the information. It's not about what side of the aisle do you sit on. Because I know the, I know the paleos are at war with the vegans. I mean, they're just you see it on the internet. It's just um, it's actually really sad. 
Meanwhile, they're missing the boat on the real information, on the truth of the information that you need, that they all need to know, meaning whatever side you're on. So what happens is your gut's dirty, okay? And that's what they're worried about. But whether your gut's dirty or clean, that doesn't constitute your liver having something in there like a virus, such as Epstein-Barr, feeding off of a toxic heavy metal, releasing a neurotoxin. The neurotoxin going out of the liver in the bloodstream, up the hepatic portal highway, up to the heart, heading up to the brain, heading to a clean, pristine neurotransmitter that's sitting on a neuron, waiting for an electrical impulse to ignite all the way through it so you can think straight, so you can think fast, so you can think with like authority and confidence. So you can think like, I know how to do this. I'm going to go do this. Or I can go and drive here. Wait, I got to pick up this, pick up that. I got to go to this store. I got to go that. I got to run my errands. Oh my God, I got to get the kids at soccer. Okay, go, let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's the weekend. Let's get up in the morning. Let's go, let's go. What? And I, you know, and here's my car keys. Here's my car keys. I haven't forgotten. Here's my purse. Here's my wallet. Okay, let me get this. Okay, let's go. Those, neuro, those neurotransmitter chemicals have to be clean and pristine for that. But what happens is that, neuro, that neurotoxin coming from that, what I just said, shooting up in there from the liver, remember that? That's heading up there. And that attaches itself into the neurotransmitter chemical. The neurotoxin goes into the neurotransmitter chemical mixes in with it like a bad cake miss mix, <laughs> like a bad cake mix. <laughs> it mixes in that. You see what I mean? It makes a re- It's like making this recipe that's clean with all the stuff in it and then turning around and throwing MSG straight into it. Okay? That's what it's like. Or you're making a dish and someone comes along and says, I'm going to crack a whole bunch of pepper in here. And they're, they're cracking all the pepper in there and dropping all the pepper in there. And they get all the pepper in there. And they, and they do that. And they, and they just, they, they threw the dish off. You got this clean neurotransmitter chemical sitting on a neuron waiting for fire. Waiting for an electrical impulse, electricity that the brain is filled with. And that electricity wants to run on that neurotransmitter chemical and it hops on it and it starts to skate across and bam you got a dirty neurotransmitter chemical it's because it's got the neurotoxins from the Epstein-Barr virus sitting in the liver producing it by eating pesticides herbicides fungicides solvents petrochemicals gasoline because you're at the gasoline station pumping your own gas when that never existed up until until recently and all these other things and and whatever it is, and air fresheners that are now plugged into walls, spewing out all this disgusting oil that's filled with petrochemicals like you can't even believe, going into your lungs, going into your system, going into everything, and filling the liver so that when that virus wants to eat, it's there's so much food in there, it could go so happy. That's why a lot of people with brain fog have more than brain fog. Many of them, sure, just have brain fog. They got one of the varieties of viruses, and they're just making brain fog. Many of them have fatigue from the same virus, Epstein-Barr. Many of them have aches and pains from the same virus, creating different, because everybody has a different blend inside their liver with a different variety of virus in their liver. Do you see how it works? Yeah. Just that piece of information alone would take 2,500 studies, articles published by 
peer review science or whatever it is. And they still wouldn't even have that. Just these tidbits in here in the show. Not saying that. Not saying that to be a jerk. I'm saying it because it's true. You know? And it's important to know when you have the information in your hand to heal and teach a loved one and teach a friend and teach somebody else and tell you, hey, look, you know, you can get your brain fog better. And look, now I know why you've been to five doctors and your brain fog's been coming and going and going for five years. You know, it's important. Look, if people weren't injured by chronic illness, if they weren't hindered, impeded by chronic illness and by, um, and by bogus science and they, in chronic illness, if they weren't injured by it all and losing lives and losing careers and losing jobs and losing relationships, oh my God, I can't tell you how many times I've seen that. I can't tell you how many how many, young women losing their boyfriends, their fiancés, their husbands, whatever, and husbands losing whatever, the same thing. It's, I've seen it, and boyfriends losing the same thing. I've seen it because the brain fog, it really puts a lot of pressure on people. And chronic illness, I've seen it all through chronic illness. So it's not about, hey, I got the answers, nah, 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 nah. That's not it at all. It's like, I mean, it's like, can't we do something about it and get it to people? So what happens when that neurotransmitter chemical gets dirty? The brain fog happens. It short circuits. Here we're going to the next section. Electrical impulse runs down that dirty neurotransmitter chemical, and it dampens. It's called dampening. It's called dampening. And that's what happens. Not igniting. It's called dampening. You dampen the neurotransmitter electrical impulse going through there. It dampens. I say it over and over again, because what does that mean? Oh, brain fog, oh, short circuit, oh, depression. And then if you have heavy metals in the brain all on its own, that's a whole other story on top of it. Then it could be a, like a, a whole thing. It could be like, and then if you got the, the Epstein-Barr, it's, it's producing a lot of different neurotoxins. You got anxiety too. So it's someone who could have anxiety and brain fog and depression. I mean, it's a mo- you could have a mix of the same Epstein-Barr varieties of viruses, same different kinds of chemicals and toxins in the liver. You see how it is? And you can have all of that. You can have all of that. So what do we have to do? Well, first of all, we have to understand how it works. It's important. You can also develop brain fog from toxic heavy metals such as mercury and aluminum inside the brain that oxidize and create a metallic runoff that can saturate brain tissue. And what that does is it can short circuit your electrical impulses and hinder and dampen your neurotransmitters as well. And there's that kind of brain fog, but still there's an answer for it. It's the heavy metals that way. And you can have it that way too. Most people, most people, they have a combination of both. It's a liver and brain. Remember at the beginning of this whole show, I was saying, look, it's a liver and brain because you can have the toxic heavy metals in the brain causing some of that with runoff and you can have the liver filled up and you can have both. Most people do have both. They do. They have a viral liver, Epstein-Barr neurotoxins, adrenaline surges in their body, filling up their liver, toxic heavy metals and other liver troublemakers. Everybody's brain fog is different. And it needs to be recognized and identified. What brain fog is not about for anyone is the intestinal tract. 
Brain fog is not about the intestinal tract for anyone. (sighs) Yeah. So clearing up the confusion. When someone goes to a practitioner healthcare professional, it's, you know, it's sad when they fall prey to the belief that it's gut related. It's an easy mistake to make. It's not the practitioner's fault at all. It has nothing to do with that. So what the practitioner will say, well, you got to clean up the diet. And you might see improvements. But it's going to see, it's, but you might see some improvements because what you're doing is you're helping out your liver indirectly a little bit. It's going to seem to everyone that the gut hypothesis was right, was correct. But here's where the confusion lies. What really happens when we clean up our diet, we're, we're removing junk food and fast food and processed foods. We unknowingly boost, are boosting our liver. We're unknowingly helping our liver, you guys, allowing it to detox a little bit more efficiently. That's what we're doing, allow it to detox. And we're offering even our adrenals a little bit more support than usual because we're eating cleaner. And this can, this can clean up the gut. Yes, it can make it confusing. Confu- it could make confusion happen all the time. I've seen this happen. And people get confused by it all. But that's not what really clears up brain fog. There are people with very high viral loads and sluggish livers congested with neurotoxins who improve their diets all day long according to their health practitioners like guidance. And they believe that their gut health you know, was, was, was the reason, but they still suffer from brain fog. That's what I'm trying to say. So you can, there's the majority of the people are cleaning up their gut health. They're on the best diets that they think they should be on with the practitioners and, and their doctors, and they're on the best diets left and right, and they still have brain fog because it's the liver specifically. And yes, you can go on some of these. Some people do go on some of these cleaner diets. They think it must have been my gut because I'm getting rid of some of my brain fog. That's right. But that's because the liver was getting a little bit of a boost. And each person's different. Some people's livers are loaded with poison. Some, people, some people's livers are a little less. But that's the confusion. How many people have done all they could for their gut? All kinds of cleanses, like I said. All kinds of different things like the, the, the colonics. Everything under the sun. Eating right. Staying off processed foods but have the worst brain fog. It's almost debilitating. Exactly. There's reasons for all of this. So really, there's a lot to think about here. So the bottom line with alleviating brain fog, it is liver related. And yes, we have to help the brain at the same time. It's a liver saturation, liver saturation, heavy metals, other troublemakers that are inside the liver feeding a virus. Now, what we got to do is clean the livers up. I got to clean them up so that they can't feed a virus. They can't feed pathogens inside the liver. They can't feed Epstein-Barr. They can't feed shingles viruses. They can't feed HHV-6s. They can't feed HHV-10, 11, 12, 34, 15, 16 undiscovered viruses. They can't feed all the mutations of Epstein-Barr, Cytomegalar virus, especially Epstein-Barr. It's one of the biggest troublemakers. They can't feed Epstein-Barr because that's the brain fog maker, really. 
So when you clean up the liver and you clean up the toxins, you clean up the toxic heavy metals, you clean things out of the liver and you do a really good job with it, which you can because I lay it out in liver rescue and you could clean it up. And I'll give you some tidbits all about that now in the show. I'll give you some tidbits. I should might want to pick up a copy of Liver Rescue because you want to just really get it down. I'm not going to be able to cover everything in a, in a little tiny show like this. But I'm giving you, I'm giving you whatever I can in this time period. Brain fog is a big, big, big part of our world. It affects our lives greatly. So we need to always keep that in mind. There's a lot of people suffering from brain fog, and we always got to keep that in mind too. So many mistakes are made in this area, and many people are blamed for their brain fog and called lazy, irresponsible. Has that ever happened to you guys? Is anybody you know? Or maybe somebody you know called kind of lazy, irresponsible, maybe even uninspired. How about unpassionate, right? Or how about not compassionate? Isn't that terrible? People are called silly because of their brain fog. People are called stupid because of their brain fog. And that is disheartening, beyond disheartening. You know, and children are misunderstood and misdiagnosed all the time because of their liver and because of toxic heavy metals in their liver and the viral load they have in the liver and the toxic heavy metals in their brain. They're misunderstood all the time. And young adults can't find the right words to express themselves. Have you seen that before or have you been through that? People wonder why I take this serious. I mean, young adults, when they can't express themselves because they can't find the words or they're trying to find the words and they can't find the words and they feel they lose all their confidence because, you know, and it's not their fault. And they're not stupid. They're not stupid at all. And someone calls them stupid. They're not stupid at all. And that's what happens. I mean, it's unbelievable. And I, I see this out there. I've seen it for decades. It's heartbreaking. I mean, honestly, it can get it's just, it's, it's God awful. And, you know, they can't get the words out of their mouths and just they don't come out the right way. Then they're misunderstood. How many young adults and kids are misunderstood for what they're saying? Because they're, they're trying to choose a word, but they end up choosing another one because they just their brain fog is bothering them. And how about adults, right? How about adults, you guys? You know, many of you know that feel inadequate or even useless. They can't, you know, they, and they, because of the brain fog? I mean, come on. Yeah, it's serious. Understanding brain fog for what it really is, is what we're talking about. We can stop misunderstanding and mislabeling ourselves. We can. I mean, we can stop misunderstanding and we can stop mislabeling. You know, you're not guilty of bringing brain fog upon yourself. You're not guilty. There are reasons why you're experiencing it. And you can free it up. So let's talk about it. So first of all, there are foods we eat that feed the same virus that cause troubles to keep it around. So a lot of people have brain fog because they'll have the virus inside their liver. Okay? And you, you, you won't get a diagnosis of virus inside your liver. You're not going to get that diagnosis. There's no way. It's too advanced. It's too far ahead. 
But what happens is when you have that, that Epstein-Barr sitting inside your liver and it's eating foods it likes, it also likes to eat foods we eat too to consume. It's not even just old pesticides that have been in there for a long time from when, you know, from an apartment and some, someone's apartment that was sprayed with lots and lots of pesticides and everything else and you lived it and everything like that. I lived in a lot of apartments that are just loaded with pesticides, loaded with pesticides. I mean, I, I mean, lived in lots of apartments over the years since being a kid and just, just, you know, just, just totally insecticided out, completely insecticided out stuff all goes in the liver. I had to clean my liver out years ago. I had to, I had to listen to spirit and say, clean it and clean it right out. Make sure nothing would happen. So one thing is you can also stop eating foods that dirty up the liver and that's the eggs because eggs feed up the, the, they feed up and build up the virus load, the viral load. So eggs will feed the Epstein bar Dairy products, milk, cheese, butter. I don't care if it's grass-fed. I don't care. I don't, well, I care if you're, it's the only, if, it's the, if you're going to be eating regular butter, you know, just go, go with grass-fed butter for sure. But it feeds any kind of viruses. It really pushes brain fog. You know, you got to be careful. So butter, cheese, milk. I'm not trying to rip apart cheese. I mean, look, if cheese is all you got and you're somewhere in the world and that's the only thing that's going to be on your table so you could eat at night, then you, you know what? I, I stand behind it a million percent. And then what you want to do is still want to know other, other ways of cleaning up the liver. If, if, if cheese is all you got, cheese and bread, you know, then, yeah, I understand completely. You know, I remember this old Shirley Temple movie from years and years from, you know, when she was a child. And I don't, I can't remember the movie or anything like that. You guys probably know. You probably know. And, you know, her dinner was a big slab of cheese, you know, like amazing. It was like a big, you know, sheep's cheese, a big, a big slab of goat's cheese and like a really hearty, hearty piece of bread. I mean, if that's all you have and that's what's going to keep you going each day, then absolutely I support and stand behind it a million percent. But, but if you have resources to all kinds of other stuff, lots of fruits, lots of vegetables, potatoes, sweet potatoes, butternut squash, um, all different greens, kale, spinach, mosh, uh, you know, leafy greens of all different kinds, mixed lettuces, um, red leaf lettuce, green leaf lettuce, dinosaur kale, red, you know, red kale, green kale, green, you know, I mean, if you have all this, you know, of all this, you know, cabbage, all different kinds of cap, broccoli, cauliflower, you could steam broccoli, asparagus, um, all the different fruits, ap- apples, peaches, plums, nectarines, berries, cherries. If you got access to any of this, watermelon, melons, whatever it is, papaya, mango, Right? Even a little avocado or something like that. You've got access to all these different things. Then we're gonna, we have to use them. We have to use them. And we have to take out the dairy. We've got to take out the dairy, the eggs, like I said. Got to take out the wheat gluten, the gluten. That's not a good thing because it'll feed the virus. But that's not all we can do. We can cleanse the liver. And in Liver Rescue, we talk about the cleanse itself. I talk about the cleanse itself in there. Very important. So, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll see it. You'll know how to take the steps to really clean out the liver, to get the petrochemicals out, to get the heavy metals out. You know, the heavy metal detox smoothie is one of the biggest things that you can do to get metals out of your brain and out of your liver so they can't feed viruses and can't short out neurotransmitter chemicals. So, you, you know, you do the Vimergy barley grass juice powder. You know, you got to get that in there. You got to get the, the spirulina. You got to get, I mean, you got, you know, the little bit of dulse, Atlantic sea vegetable, the dulse. And you got to get the, the frozen wild blueberries. You know, like I use the Wyman, fro, Wyman frozen, frozen, the Wymans. I use those, the wild blueberries, you know, for, in my own. But the point is, you got to use 
you got to use the heavy metal detox smoothie for sure. And then put the cilantro in there too, right? And, and get, that, get that to clean up the liver. I've seen people clean up their liver and lose their brain fog because what they're doing is they're getting rid of the very metals. They're getting rid of the toxic metals that actually feed the Epstein-Barr virus that actually releases neurotoxins that spread through the body, causing short outs in your neurotransmitter chemical and your neur- neurons where electrical currents are going through that causes brain fog and dampens all of your neurotransmitter chemicals so you can't function. And the higher the viral load you have in the liver and the the more toxic heavy metals you have in your liver and in your brain, combined all of those causes a lot of dampening on the neurotransmitter chemicals all throughout different various parts of the brain, giving some people the worst, worst rendition of brain fog ever, making it impossible to get through a day. And that's sad when something can be done about it and we can do something about it. We really can. You can take away foods that feed viruses. You can bring in foods like the heavy metal detox smoothie to help turn things around. And you can get the celery juice. Let me tell you about the celery juice. The reason why Spirit and I brought celery juice to the world, the reason why we didn't bring celery. Celery is already growing. Somebody said that to me the other day. Someone said, no, you didn't bring celery to the world. I said, when did I ever say I brought celery to the world? No, I brought 16 ounces of celery juice by itself to the world. That's what Spirit did. Spirit did. So that's what it does. The reason why we have that is because what that does is those mineral salts, undiscovered cluster salts and celery go right up to the brain and they reestablish the neurotransmitter chemical. When it's dirty, it can help clean it. So the, the, the celery is just the reason why it helps so much. It helps so much because it's cleaning up the liver, helping to support the liver, getting the liver better, and it's actually helping to fix and repair the neurotransmitter chemical. It helps to fix and repair the neurotransmitter chemical. So it basically cleans the neurotransmitter chemical. That's what the mineral salts do, cleans them, helps even build new neurotransmitter chemicals that really die out completely. So this way the brain fog can go away. How many people on celery juice by itself long enough get rid of the brain fog? I can tell you thousands upon thousands upon thousands have, even if it's mild brain fog. So you want to bring that in. You want to get the heavy metal detox smoothie in. You want to pick up liver rescue. So you can know how to implement all these things and know how your liver works and really know how to get brain fog better. All of this matters. You know, when, I was, when I was a child, and Spirit said, the information you're going to share is untampered with. And I said, what do you mean? And Spirit said, it's untampered with. It's clean, it's pure. And it's not tampered with greed. It's not tampered with money and influence and belief systems and panel, panels of influencers that, and, and investors that are constantly investing into alternative medicine just to make something go one way with the thumb on the scale. It's not It's not contaminated, like articles and articles and articles of information out there throwing people left and right to do all the wrong things nonstop. I can name hundreds and hundreds of things. Spirit said to me when I was a child, the information's going to be pure, clean, untampered with, and it's going to be for the people, and it's going to be an independent source. And I was like, what the hell is that when I was a child? And now I know what it is, of course, all through the years. Take advantage of it. Take advantage of me with all you can. I'm not selling thousands of dollars of programs. I'm not selling this and that or whatnot. I'm trying to get your book in the hands, book in your hands so you can heal. Take advantage while you can and when you can. I love you guys. God bless you. I care about you greatly. And um, yeah, let's do this together. I'll see you next show. Bye-bye. Love you.